0: Welcome to Backstage with Becca B, with special guest Austin Colby. Hi everyone, and welcome to this episode of Backstage with Becca B. On this episode, he's played Tony in West Side Story, Bob in Jersey Boys, Ralph in The Sound of Music, and more. Currently, you can catch him as Hans in Disney's Frozen on Tour alongside his wife, Caroline Bowman. Please welcome, Austin Colby.
1: How are you?
0: Good. Thanks for joining me on this.
1: Oh my goodness. I'm honored. Thank you for um, <clears throat> reaching out. How have you been?
0: I've been very good. How have you been?
1: Good. Good. Hanging out in Minneapolis. Um, and it's starting to get pretty chilly, so.
0: Hey, bringing, bringing the cold to That's Minneapolis. Right. From- That's right. Yep. Perfect. So. I mean, it's been a weird time. So, how did you spin? How did you get through this past year when the tour kind of paused?
1: Yeah, for viewers that don't know, I'm actually married to Elsa, and um, I couldn't have done this last 18 months without my wife Caroline Bowman. Um, and we're really lucky to have had each other. I think we um, before um, being cast in Frozen we're both in the industry so we understand everything that goes into it um but to to share an experience that we loved so much and then lose it for 18 months and then get it back um has been it's we're very lucky to have each other as a partner in all of this
0: and i feel like when everything stopped everyone was like okay it's gonna come back in like two weeks it's gonna be fine
1: oh yeah A little, a little brief vacation is what is what we thought. And then it just, it was kind of a moving target where we would, we would think they would give us a date when we would come back and then it would keep being pushed back. So we're, yeah. we're so happy to be back.
0: Kind of, kind of exhausting. I was very optimistic at first and then I was like, okay, maybe not.
1: Yeah.
0: So have you always known that you wanted to be a theater performer or an actor?
1: No, actually I, um, I am the youngest of three. So I have an older sister and then an older brother and then me and, um, I have always looked up to them and kind of always did. It was very like monkey see monkey do. I did, I did whatever they did. If they, you know, played a sport, I played a sport. If they swam, I swam. And then, um, they got into theater just happenstance and, uh, it's stuck for me I've um, I enjoyed enjoyed theater throughout middle school and high school and thought about pursuing it um, as a as a degree on the collegiate level um, and decided that I would get um, a music education degree instead but while I was in college um, I got involved in the theater par- department just kind of recreationally. And um, I've been I've been doing it ever since.
0: So so it worked out in the end. Oh, yeah. Then to do the yeah. classic theater program? It worked
1: I out. feel like I feel like theater um, was just kind of always, always a, like, I don't want to say destiny, but something that was going to be a big part of my life. Um, and a great source of joy in my life. But I, I didn't really realize it until, uh, you know, I'm I was in the thick of it.
0: Yeah. Do you have a show that you remember seeing and you were like, okay, I have to be on stage one day and like in a show. I don't care what show it is, but you're like, This is magical.
1: Well, my my favorite show is Lame Is. And I remember seeing that at a young age, maybe too young, considering like some of the the gruesome nature of it all. Cause I remember um I remember being seeing Gavroche and thinking, "Oh, this like scrappy kid! It's it's so great! I could do that!" Um, and then you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but the, um, just to, to watch that, I would say I would say probably Les Mis, which is as you know a serious show. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, it's a classic, and it's like the music, everything is perfect. It's, it's very still good. my
1: favorite. Yeah
0: very dark for a kid. <laughs> i mean it works. it uh music is what's your favorite song
1: in like the i have that layman, oh i i think i think the classic one of the classic um, most classic you know barry tenor songs is bring him home i just think uh you can't I, you can listen to that song and not have tears well up in your eyes it's just oh it's so touching
0: and it's like anyone who can sing that song is me so oh.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: it's so hard, so hard. So before I get into Frozen, you've been in shows like West Side Story, Jersey Boys, Sound of Music and more. What has been your favorite show to step into and why?
1: Um, My favorite show to step into would have to be West Side Story. And that was um, I can remember seeing the movie and um, and just falling in love with it, um, but specifically to play to play Tony, who I just think is uh, so optimistic and such a hopeless romantic, and um, I, I, I love that character. But in the uh, environment of unfortunately topics that are still so relevant today. Um, to, to be able to be a part of that show um, and and that timeless, unfortunately, timeless story um, it was, had such a big impact on my life. Um, and I, I've done it three times, but my, the first time I did it um, was in uh, DC at Signature Theater and directed by my good friend, Matthew Gardner. And um, he trusted me to, to do that show, and I, um, I, did, I knew I was going to love the experience, but I didn't think it was going to truly change my life. I, I think um, I think I grew a lot as a performer and as a human um, doing it, and and I loved it. It definitely is the most challenging role I've ever played, but um, you know we really care about what we do and wanting to really put. Put forth a good performance every night, and um, there's just so much passion in it. I, I mean, I could I could talk about that show all day.
0: I was gonna say, speaking of dark shows, too.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: <laughs> when you first saw, did you first see the movie, or did you first see it on stage, and did you I, know how dark it was?
1: I first saw the movie, and I was and I was young when I saw it, and then my brother actually played Tony in his high school production, and I I was. Um, I think I was in fourth grade when he did it and I, fourth or fifth grade, and I, at intermission, I just started crying because I realized what happens in the end. And the fact that now it was my brother portraying this character and then he was, you know, his, you know, his fate was, was set. I was just like, Crying my eyes out, and so like again, a dark show. My parents just had faith in me handling all these dark musicals.
0: <laughs> no one warned me when I first saw West Side Story that it was gonna that intermission, the last scene before intermission was gonna be that, and I was like, Oh yeah, no, what just happened? <laughs> it just,
1: it's so well done, yeah.
0: I texted everyone very angrily, and I was like, Why didn't anyone tell me <laughs> <Yeah. for> this? <laughs> So you're on the road with Frozen currently. It's back, it's back open, it opened Woo! in Buffalo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so what was your audition process like for Frozen? Did you and Caroline always plan to audition for it together or?
1: Yeah, it's it's funny because um, I think people think because we're in the show and we're um, married that we were like a package deal. Um, that's not the case, I think. Um, we both have a representation that got us the auditions, um, and it just so happened that we continued to be considered. I'm not sure how how far into the process the creatives realized we were married, um, but at one point, she went in and had um, an audition, and I was right after her, so she left the room, and then I walked in, and I felt a little you know, gutsy. And I said, I said, Whoa, who's that? She's hot. Um, and kind of like made a, made a joke um, because I think auditions can always be a little stressful. And so um, I, and I guess I, you know, make jokes when I'm <laughs> stressed, so, um, but they laughed. And um, I had, I think in total at the end, I had uh, nine total auditions for the show and I, and, you know, it's it's it does sound like a lot, but I do think that when you see the the company that the creators have collected um, it's clear they like they chose some of the best like I, I'm working with some of the most talented people in the industry and I, I'm I'm so honored and grateful to, to be among them for sure. There was um, a period of time though where <clears throat> the Broadway company was looking for replacements, and I had, uh, at that time, I was in Jersey Boys off-Broadway, and I had been in Jersey Boys for about a month, and they had auditions for, um, the email said, auditions for the tour, and so I went in and um, did the scenes in the song one day, and then the next day did the scenes in the song, and then went in the next day, and um, did the dance combination, which is Love is an Open Door, yeah. which is basically where Anna just like climbs all over Hans like a squirrel on a tree and um, and did that. And then I got another call back and we did another dance day, same combination. And um, at the end of it, the um, casting dir- director, Rachel Hoffman said, um, all right guys, um, it was down to me and two other guys. All right, guys, great work today. We'll have you come in um, tomorrow and you'll read with Patty. And I said, Patty? Patty who? And she said, Patty Murin. And I was like, oh, wow, that's so interesting that you're having us read with the Broadway, um, Broadway actor for the tour. <clears throat> and Rachel said, Austin, awesome, this is for Broadway. And I was like, wait a second. I I just signed a um, nine-month contract with Jersey Boys that has zero outs. Like, I'm not allowed to get out of the contract, and I thought this was for the tour. And so, not to my knowledge, I was initially auditioning for the tour, and then the emails that just went from for tour and then for Broadway, and I didn't spot that, and neither did my agents. So they were just submitting me. So we asked my agents, and unfortunately, I couldn't get out of the contract for Jersey Boys. So I wasn't able to go to my final callback with Patty Murin for Broadway, which I've I've never been on Broadway. So that's like was something that I kind of mourned for a second. But the, the outcome of being able to tour the country with my wife playing Hans and Elsa is just is the best.
0: I was going to say everything happens for a reason.
1: Yeah, yeah. A audition- good, oh, wait, go. <laughs> no, good. I just say good things come out of all situations and we just have to kind of trust that for sure.
0: Yes, exactly. So do, do auditions ever get less nerve wracking?
1: Um, I don't think so, and I think that for me, nerves are just a sign that I care and I, I, I feel passion for what I'm doing. I think if I stop being nervous, it'll mean that I I don't really care about the project, and maybe I shouldn't shouldn't be pursuing it. I think um, I think with with every job, not just in theater, we. we it should be something that you enjoy and and that you can put your heart into and if, if you have um if you have like not stress or anxiety but just like nerves or wanting it to go well then you then you're in the right place
0: and you care and you're passionate about yeah,
1: it exactly
0: where were you all when you heard that you would be going on the tour together and what was the reaction what like how did you prepare to go out on the road you
1: leave everything? It's yeah, it was a wild, wild day. So we um, in the morning, we found out we got the job um, after our final audition. And so in the morning, it was very old school. They had us go to the St. James Theater where Frozen Broadway was. And they said, We're, you're going to audition on the stage, which is very old school. Oh. Nowadays, you're auditioning in you know small studios um, all over the city, but to be able to go, (laughs) I like walking out on the stage, felt like it took a half an hour because it's just like such a big stage. And then to look out and, and, and do everything uh, was just really magical. Caroline and I auditioned kind of separate parts in the morning. So we weren't, um, we weren't in the same, we weren't in the theater at the same time. So she was getting ready over at Kinky Boots because she was in um, in her dressing room there. She was in Kinky Boots on Broadway and I had gone straight to the theater because mine was earlier in the day. So I auditioned and then I left and I think we like passed each other and like high five and we were like, go get them. And um, I waited in a cafe around the corner until she was done. And then we finished and kind of exhaled and said, we've done everything we can, we have to release it. We took the train uptown to Washington Heights where our apartment was. And we kind of just sat on the couch and processed. And we had um, at the time, a nine month old German Shepherd puppy. And so we were just kind of sitting there with him. And then um, Caroline's manager calls her and says, how would you like to go on tour with your husband? And she's so she's on the phone and I'm sitting next to her and I can't hear the manager. And Caroline just smiles and looks at me. Um, and so I, I was like, oh, she booked it. And then Caroline was like, you did too. My manager just sold me. <laughs> so, um, so that was really great. My agents didn't get to me fast enough, I guess. And um, so um, we celebrated that. But in the celebrating, we immediately thought, okay, now we have to figure out how to tour the country with a 90 pound German shepherd, um, which was kind of a no brainer. He's a family member and we're not gonna, we're not gonna leave him behind. So, um, we got, we, um, finished the lease on our apartment, moved out, bought a car so that he could take up the whole back seat and um, just committed to life on the road. For rehearsals, we were rehearsing in the city and I I was thinking, I don't want to, we have to be in the city to rehearse, but I don't want to have to move out of our apartment during rehearsals. So we moved out prior to that and then we stayed at a, uh, an apartment downtown that our friend had. Um, but there's a lot that goes into, you know, l- like getting rid of a lot of your things and consolidating into a car and some other places and hitting the road, but it's worked yeah. out so far, yeah.
0: I mean, I've talked to a couple people who are on, like who are on the tours where they stay in cities for like one day. And I can't even imagine the packing process for that. But like the packing process in general, like, how do you how do you gather everything for what, like more than a year, Mm -hmm. however long you're going to be out on tour and you're like, okay, so this is what I need for this time period.
1: Yeah. And if anything is if anything, a positive thing to take from the pandemic has been um, realizing what you need to survive and um what what brings you joy um because we were so so limited and um so that made i think repacking for tour i looked at things differently so i said you know what i don't need to pack our instant pot because you know i only make soup that many times or you know so we and we say in places that have kitchens but um it's we're, I, I'm a little bit more of a minimalist um, now in terms of what what I really need to to survive, which is which is nice.
0: It is true that did come out of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So the cast has now rehearsed together twice as a full cast. Does that create a special bond with the cast to get to rehearse as a full group?
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, I think the f- the first time there's there's so much of coming into the process um, with with new people, and you kind of navigate different personalities and different energies and different talents, and you kind of question your own abilities when you see really talented people do their thing, and then you 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 feel your own insecurities. Um, this time, coming into the rehearsal process knowing that we've all dealt with a pretty traumatic um, year um, together, mourning, mourning the loss of it, but also like celebrating. What I love about um, how our creators and leaders um, handled coming back was the at the beginning, the first day of rehearsal, we circled up before doing any of the material and we just went around and we talked about, um, we said our name, our role and the feelings we carried coming into the first day so people were able to talk about um their insecurities their fears of of losing it all again um, questioning whether or not they're going to be able to do it nerves excitement um all like a range of things and that's i love that because it was kind of allowing people to reintroduce themselves because i think there's so much growth that people experienced through the 18 months and um it was so necessary for for us to be able to share that it it was very therapeutic and um and so i was i was just so so grateful and uh, when we stopped in portland i felt like we had our stride we were really like we were closer than ever and we just picked up where we left off and it's um Like I said, I mean, it's we have some of the best in the business, both in talent, but also just wonderful, passionate human beings who really care about the work. And um, I'm I'm grateful to be among them and surrounded by them.
0: Yeah, it's magical, and I'm sure there were a couple tears when the during circle time. I saw the rehearsal footage when you all came back, and there were definitely some tears there. Right. So, I mean, even you talking about it i was like oh yeah so you play the villain in the show you play hans is it challenging stepping into a villain's shoes especially in a show geared towards children where the children love to hate on hans
1: yeah yeah i do get booed just about every night um which is it's in uh at first i kind of was like whoa i'm getting booed but i I I think it's I think it's because they're telling me I did my job well if I yeah. get booed, <laughs> um, but uh, I enjoy I enjoy it. I also think it's important. You know, Frozen is a beloved story, and and there are there are fewer people who haven't seen it than have seen it, um, and so knowing that, I like to try and make it my job to make it um, make you question the ending or kind of forget about his shift. Um, and so that's, that's a fun challenge for me and a fun little secret. And it's really been fun to work with both Caroline Innerbickler who plays Anna and the creatives to find those little moments throughout because the version of the story that we're telling is that Hans didn't necessarily come to Arendelle with the intention of doing what he ends up doing, but that it's kind of, um, he's kind of an opportunist. So he's seeing these these situations and kind of taking advantage each time until he realizes it. Um, But I saw a video the other day that was pretty funny. I, I reposted it of considering the story of Frozen 2 where Anna, sorry, spoiler alert, she becomes the queen at the end of Frozen 2. And if Hans had just been a nice guy, married Anna, probably would have become king in the end anyway.
0: Right. It's
1: just a it's just a reason for, you know, just be a good person, everybody. <laughs>
0: yes. Like your videos that you've been posting on that you've been posting on Instagram.
1: Yeah, do the right thing, Hans. That's right.
0: <laughs> yes. When you first had you seen the movies before you were cast in the show?
1: I, I, we had seen the first one. The second movie hadn't been, um, came out while we were on tour. So we hadn't seen Frozen 2 yet, but Frozen 1 we had.
0: Did you all previously know the other Caroline and did you all kind of do a double take when you saw it was cast as Anna? Because I feel like she looks exactly like the animated Anna.
1: She does, she really, really does. Um, I, Early on in the audition process, actually, um, she went in right before me, and you know, there's like an element of like small talk before you go in an audition when you're waiting in the waiting area because you're both, you know, about to do something kind of vulnerable, putting yourself out there, performing in a you know a tiny room with people sitting behind a table. Um, But I just remember not only enjoying her. Uh, Her energy and her personality in that small moment in the waiting room, but then um, Hearing her from outside the room Perform I was like this girl's got it like she's perfect. She looks the part She clearly sounds the part Um, They were there was lots of laughter happening in the room So I'm like clearly she's funny which this character needs to be Um, so I I was not surprised when I saw her and read with her at the final audition. I was like, of course she's here. That's... Yeah. and in a way, I was like, they I think they really like her. So now I'm thinking chemistry is a big thing that they're looking at with these final auditions, how these actors um, you know, blend together. And I so I was like, okay, I have to really focus and really be be a good scene partner with her, support her, make sure her laughs are getting lifted. And um, it's, you know, a lot of the scenes with Hans and Elsa are, you know, Hans, you know, sets her up for a big spike laugh and a uh, little volleyball term. But um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I knew, I knew early on that she had, she had that honest spark that they were looking for.
0: And I feel like people who are good at comedy, like they make, they make it so easy. But it's not really an easy thing, and you all have to work off each other to get those laughs during "Love Is an Open Door." Is there anything particularly funny that has like caught you off guard ever during that scene?
1: Oh my goodness! There's there's so much that that we're juggling. Um, just anytime I'm on stage with Caroline Interbickler, I have to I have to make sure that I'm not. I'm staying in character and not watching her performance as Austin because it's every night it's just so funny. And she she truly is gifted in her ability to um, to ride the waves of laughs from the audience. And um, I find that each audience is different and also different cities in an odd way, kind of have a different sense of humor. And she just navigates that so beautifully. It's, it's almost, it's almost like she starts the show and she's like, Oh, I got you. I know, I know where we're going with this. And she just goes. And in a, and in, in such a big way, I think my job is to follow her. It's, and it's it's I mean we're we're supposed to react off of each other. That's a that's a big part of acting is um is is that game of of reacting off what your scene partner's giving you. Um but it's it's so fascinating to just watch too. She's um she's very, very gifted and um it's such a treat to share the stage with her.
0: Now I was talking about the kids earlier who love to hate on Hans and the audience. Right. Uh, Pre-COVID, you all obviously did Stage Door. Do you all have any funny? Do you have any funny moments or memorable moments from Stage Door and meeting those kids after the show, who are like, "Oh wait, he played Hans on stage."
1: <laughs> so I a lot of, a lot of times if it's really young um, audience members um, who are a little nervous, because um, Stage Door you kind of just go down the line and you, you speak to everybody and um some of the younger audience members are really enthusiastic about characters and then when they clock it um or their parents are like this guy played hans there's very um like kind of just a wave of timid like little fearful energy from them I, I my my trick is to say can i tell you a secret and they'll say what yeah and i say i'm actually married to elsa in real life but don't tell anna you can't, you gotta keep the secret. And um, I think that usually kind of gets a little giggle or laugh or, or like surprise with that. But the, actually there are, while there are Hans haters, there are also Hans lovers. People who, who Hans is their favorite character. And um, so it's been really fun to, to meet some of those people. I think Hans has, um, some great qualities I think he makes some really bad decisions (laughs) so so I uh I do think that you know in life we kind of take advantage of opportunities um and he just takes advantage um in the wrong way in my opinion but um but it's it's good to have fans for sure
0: He, he just doesn't think things through before he takes action
1: exactly exactly
0: I think I'm doing the right thing but eh, I haven't thought about it much.
1: He's the youngest of, of <laughs> uh, 13 brothers and uh, he's probably a little bit of a brat and um, probably got picked on and you know, so it's just maybe a little bit of learned behavior, but he just makes the wrong decision.
0: <laughs> Would you rather play a good guy or a villain in a show now?
1: Oh gosh. Um, I think I think it depends on the show, but I think villains definitely have more fun. I, I think Hans is one of the greatest villains ever because he's not a villain until the very end. And so um, ha, like holding on to that secret is, uh, is very exciting. And um, yeah, I, I feel like um, most people who get the chance to play Hans really, really enjoy that part of it.
0: How would you convince people to come see the Frozen Tour when it's coming to a city near them?
1: It's a story, we're telling a story that is so, um, that is so valuable right now, you know? The pandemic's not over, but if the pandemic taught us anything, it, it's it's holding on to um, the things that that you love and that you need, and um, and knowing that there's so much power in community. It's the story about coming together, the to, um, in a in a time when we were isolated, isolation like Elsa, fearful of of hurting other people um, or even getting hurt, um, realizing the power of love and the ability for us all to come together um is just it's it's so it, the the amount of parallels to um life right now it, it they're they're endless and um it's uh it's similar to the movie but it also has some some new songs and um new characters and i i, I think that um if you love the movie, uh, wait till you see the stage show. You're just gonna, you're gonna be floored.
0: You're gonna fall more in love with with, the, with Frozen in general, I feel like. Yeah. Like, I'm a fan of the movie, but I'm more of a fan of movies.
1: Oh my goodness, we're, we're such a fan of you. Thank you for being such a fan of us.
0: Aw, thank you. Well, I am curious, If you and Caroline could be in any other show together, what show would it be?
1: Oh, gosh. We've heard that a couple of times. Um, Caroline did Wicked. And um, a lot of times she says that that was such a good experience, she'd be hesitant to go back. But she would gladly go back if I was playing Fierro um, opposite her. Um, So that's one. yeah, there's there there are so many shows. Um, we thought about doing um, Camelot, which she would play Guinevere and I would play Lance a lot. Um, and she's and I think that's because she doesn't she's not she's so good at just being a rock star and having a a really strong pop voice. Um, but she's also an amazing soprano, and not many people know that about her. So um, she would love to do that. Somebody recently said chess. Um, oh, I would just love to hear Caroline sing the chess music too. I would love to hear Caroline sing, you know, the phone book, but let's-
0: I mean, I would love to see you all like originate something too.
1: That would be great too. I That'd would be love awesome.
0: that. And I know that's like, that's every theater performer's dream. Like I could see that happening.
1: They were, I feel like there was rumors that um, A League of Their Own, which is a movie, was gonna come out and she wants to play Dottie and I would I would play either her husband or the Tom Hanks character. I might need to get a little bit older, but um, but yeah, there you go. Let's put it out there. Yeah,
0: manifest that. That's right. <laughs> yes. So what is, to kind of like wrap up Frozen, what is your favorite thing about being on the road with Caroline and Kodai, your
1: dog. The road can get really lonely um, if, if if you're by yourself, um, and so I think that's why it's really important, especially when packing, to bring things that um, bring you joy. And you know, um, the, you're around, you're working with your cast, but other than that, you don't really know anybody. Unless you know somebody in the city that you're traveling to, you don't know somebody all the time um but to travel with family and to go to work with somebody you love so much and watch them do what they love so much um it is a great great source of joy um and then to come home to um like a wagging tail excited to see you every night is just um is the best and i it's we you know we'll We'll book Airbnbs to stay in from city to city, um, realizing that it's not actually our home. It's a temporary home, but having each other in it makes it that much closer to um, being a, a nice, safe place to be.
0: Yes, exactly. And it's like you, all, you always have company. Exactly. So uh, how do you work? This industry is very tough even at the level that you all are at, which like you all are at, you all are in frozen tour. come on. Yeah. Uh, but how do you work on self-confidence in this
1: street? It's, I mean, it's a constant battle um, and it's a, I think it's important um, for actors to um, know their strengths um, and lead with that, knowing that they can also improve other areas that they, um, they want to improve in. Knowing what types of roles they would play and, and leading with that is um, is also uh, really important. Um, but staying on top of your craft, um, being, you know, when, when you're in a show, making sure that you're working on other material so that it's not just the same thing. Because I think in this industry, in, and when you're not in a show working on everything all the time, because it's about a lot of it's about timing um, and being ready when that time presents itself so that your, your skills are sharp and ready to execute whatever audition you're in to put your best, present your best self. Um, is really important. I actually have a voice lesson right after this with my voice teacher, Mike Ruckles. So um, I've, I've, this time around, I'm really making sure that I am doing my best to um, continue to sing different music. Um, We also, I I can't really sit still for too long, but um, when I I can, I do like to watch different movies and shows and um, just to, be exposed to different performers, and because you you can appreciate them, you can also learn from them. Um, so, I'm a I'm a big fan of of not only watching but doing as well. And um, take I took an acting class over the pandemic um, through Zoom, which is not ideal, but it was I it was still so beneficial. I just think, and the biggest thing to take away too from the pandemic is not waiting for permission to be creative. It's providing and seeking out opportunities yourself. You don't have to, I didn't have to wait for my agents to give me an audition or Frozen to be happening or any of those things to do something. If I felt like singing, I would sing, or if I felt like You know i was like i want to take an acting class so i signed up and and took an acting class and and what was really cool is what i was also able to do things with friends like i did a i did a reading with friends one night over zoom and find your find your community um and and just create because you learn so much by just doing
0: yes exactly don't wait to do yeah you don't need anyone's permission yeah do anything so to wrap up, because I know you have to, I know you have to go to your voice lessons and get very your voice lesson. But do you have anything else to promote besides Frozen? I know that a lot of people were doing Broadway Plus and uh, master classes and teaching and mm-hmm. during the pandemic.
1: Absolutely, so- I'm on Broadway Plus. Um, Caroline Bowman, my wife, is on Broadway Plus um we do we do q a's like these all the time happy to happy to chat um and what else it don't i i would promote any live theater right now or live performance concerts anything like that if you feel safe to go um you know go wear a mask be safe but support live performing and even even over zoom i think there's um uh, there's so much there and I, and I think that, I don't think that theater is going anywhere. I think it's, it's one of those things that will always survive because it's always there and people are always gonna be creative. Um, but I do think that we're a little, our industry is a little bit wounded right now and um, it's been really reassuring to see audiences come to our show who have been craving it um and we're so grateful for the support so if you if frozen isn't in a city near you find out what shows are and go experience them experience shows that you're not familiar with you don't you don't know you haven't heard anything about um and go and um support support different organizations
0: yes i mean you'll fall in love with new shows
1: yeah
0: so where can people follow you on social media to keep up with what you're doing
1: I, I'm I'm really only on Instagram. I don't really have a Twitter, um, but I'm at Austin underscore underscore Colby because there's a couple of other Austin Colby's, so I just um, made an extra space.
0: <laughs> and you post very creative videos and content
1: by yeah, we yourself have.
0: and with Caroline. So I encourage everyone to go follow you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we have a little we have a lot of fun on the road and um and because stage door um is is not really an option we do try our best to um interact with fans and um we just appreciate all the love
0: yes and everyone go see frozen on yeah. door it's magical you're magical whole cast is magical so
1: thank you thank you becca
0: of course, thank you so much for joining me on this, and I hope you have a good weekend and enjoy tour life. Thank so you. have you all back.
1: Have a good weekend to you too. I'll talk to you soon.
0: Thanks for watching this episode of Backstage with Becca B. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B Talks TV, or for more exclusive content from this interview and more, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Backstage with Becca B. Make sure to subscribe to my channel and like this video. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and give me a five-star rating. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you guys next time. Bye!